Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, and I love you, Mom. Um, my name is Nick Kibiris. I'm a senior at New Providence High School. I'm going to Marist this fall. Um, my verse is 1 Corinthians 15, verses 16 through 17. This short passage says, For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. This is such an important passage as Paul lays out the pillar of Christianity, the belief of the resurrection. A bit of background on the state of Corinth, and it was touched on earlier. Um, as it was taken over by the Romans, uh, it became, as a lot of people call it, a hotbed of immortality, immorality and vice. Um, a lot of people worshipped the city's elite, nicknamed the imperial cult, and being a port city, uh, prostitution, uh, and other illicit activities and very immoral activities were rampant. Many people heard about the good news, um, thanks to Paul, but just brushed it off. Of the Christian and Jews that heard, many still doubted the news because it's such a radical thing to hear that this man who claimed to be Christ and was persecuted died and was raised three days later and is still the son of Christ and took all of my sins and your sins. Uh, the late Charles Ellicott uh, wrote a huge commentary about the Bible uh, titled Ellicott's Commentary for English Readers. He lays out his commentary for this as follows. Uh, he, Paul, uh, now turns to a different line of argument, a reducto ad absurdum, a Greek phrase for reduction to absurdity. Paul offers a style of argument where you take a point, explain how its supporting points or the end of result is just that, absurd. Paul maintains the doctrine of the resurrection by showing the incredible absurdities to which a belief otherwise would hold. If you do not believe in the resurrection, you must believe three things. One, that Christ is not raised, that your religion, therefore, is fake and has no result, that you are still slaves to sin and you can do nothing to fix that. And you know this by your personal experience to be completely false. You may, you may as well say that I'm a dead body preaching to you right now. No more alive than dead without his resurrection. Two, that all who have fallen asleep in Christ, which is going to be touched on in the next verse, have perished. That is the noblest, that the noblest and most, most holy suffer the same death as common murderers. And three, that God gives hope in Christ and that it not being fulfilled with Christ in the resurrection is to never be fulfilled. In other words, if there is no res resurrection, the only alternative is atheism or an equally false belief. Otherwise, you have to believe that if you believe he's not resurrected, then you have to believe that a God who is this caring and gives you the hope in Christ gave you this and then took it away for no point. That he leaves you to die with nothing and he gives you this hunger and thirst for him to only have that hunger never be satisfied and the thirst to never be quenched. Verse 17, and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are in your sins. Now I'm going to go along with Paul's style of reasoning. If Christ hasn't been resurrected, then our faith is pointless. This church is pointless. Y'all showing up here, pointless. The 37 million churches that are currently active over 34,000 denominations of Christianity are wrong. The multiple billions of people that are and were Christians are wrong. The Muslims believe that he, our Savior, was a prophet of God and that he was filled with the Holy Spirit and the immaculate conception is truth. The Jews recognize him as a prophet of God. To deny the existence of God and Jesus and the resurrection is to say billions of people throughout all of history have gotten this one thing incorrect. 
Now, you could say that many people have believed things like Poseidon creates storms and that has come to pass, but yet the idea of our God, our resurrection, has continued throughout all of history. And now, to change uh, pace a little, I love music a lot. I do the audio here, I do audio at school, I sing at the school. And there's a band called Newsboys who has a song called I Believe. And the chorus kind of beautifully sums up the whole passage, but as well as our entire belief. And it's, we believe in God the Father, we believe in Jesus Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit, and he's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion, we believe he conquered death, we believe in the resurrection, and he's coming back again. We believe. Thank you.